All right. It's good to see you today. Hope that you had a wonderful weekend and are in ready to enjoy a great week. Welcome to our Tuesday edition of our Journey Through Scripture. My name is Philip Thomas, pastor of Journey here in Elgin, and I uh, hope, hope that uh, you had a, a good day yesterday. It was very rainy here. In fact, I'm recording on Monday, and so uh, if you hear, <laughs> if you, you may be able to hear so, some rain. Our, our metal roof uh, does not conceal uh, the, the raindrops uh, very well, but I uh, hope that uh, your week is going well. And uh, we are going to continue and finish up uh, the book of Ecclesiastes. Um, we read the first six chapters last Thursday, and so now we're going to read the last six chapters. So read uh, Ecclesiastes 7 through 12. If you haven't done that, if you want to take a, a minute, read through those chapters, uh, and then come join us. All right. So as we look at Ecclesiastes 7, and we're going to finish this up today, um, it's important to remember what Ecclesiastes is. It's, uh, it is from the perspective of, of Solomon writing and he's just looking at the reality of life. Uh, he's, I, I kind of get the feeling, just imagine one of those days uh, that you're having, uh, where everything in the news that you read is frustrating, uh, and you see injustice everywhere. And it just feels like, uh, good is not, uh, overcoming, uh, that evil is, is, is winning everywhere you look. Uh, and if you wrote something on that day, it may sound something like Ecclesiastes, right? That you're, you're really frustrated with all of the bad things that are happening. But yet at the same time, you still believe in God and you still believe in the truth of God and what God uh, has conveyed to us through scripture. And so you're trying to reconcile all of that. That's it's kind of what Ecclesiastes is doing. Um, it also gives a lot of good wisdom. It gives a lot of good thought, but it, it is. It is written from a perspective um, of frustration, and and it's and that's okay. And I think we can learn a lot from Ecclesiastes because it is so honest, and it's it's not trying to just sugarcoat uh, and give easy Sunday school answers to a very complicated world that we live in. And so, as we continue on in uh, Ecclesiastes uh, seven, uh, it kind of sounds like Proverbs. Uh, you, it's very proverbial in that, talks about wisdom. Um, verse 5, it is better to hear the rebuke of, of the wise uh, than for a man to hear the song of fools. Um, you know, that's a definitely sounds like something that is in Proverbs. Uh, so, you know, looking at, at wisdom, the importance of wis- wisdom. In verse 13, it says, consider the work of God, for who can make straight what he has made crooked? In the days of prosperity, be joyful. But in the day of adversity, consider, surely God has appointed the one as well as the other, so that man can find nothing that will come after him. Um, right? So basically, each and every day is, is from God. So if it's a good day, be joyful. If it's a frustrating day, know that God is still there. <laughs> right? that, that that is still God's day uh, as well. Uh, but there is tension there, and and uh, and we can struggle with that. Uh, but it, he's kind of encouraging: don't go down that uh, uh, path uh, where where you start to blame God and you start to fall away from God. Um, it, verse fifteen it says, "I have seen everything in my days uh, of vanity. There is a just man who perishes in his righteousness, and there is a wicked man who prolongs life in his wickedness." See now, this is this is very important for us because 
even even sometimes we fall into these little uh, stereotypes or these superstitions um, that we think, uh, well, if uh, the good are rewarded with uh, with long life uh, and the the bad are are rewarded uh, with short life, or uh, if you're good, you're going to receive blessings. If you're bad, you're going to receive uh, punishment. That's that's not always the way that it practically works out. Um, you know, and, and especially in that day, long life was a was considered uh, a sign of God's blessing. And so Solomon is specifically speaking against that. That 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 is not uh, the the case all the time. There are the, there are times whenever the righteous live short lives and the wicked live long lives. Right. So it's kind of overcoming the, these simplistic thoughts. Uh, that sometimes we like to rely on. Uh, life is more complicated than, than that. Uh, so, so chapter seven is, is very proverbial. Uh, chapter eight, um, continues and it, it gets into, uh, talking about death. Um, uh, there in verse 10 says, then I saw the wicked buried who had come and gone from the place of holiness. Uh, and when they were forgotten in the city where they had, uh, were, in the city where they had so done. This is also vanity because the sentence against an evil work is not ex- executed speedily. Right? Therefore, the heart of the sons of man, men is fully set in them to do evil. So it's saying, you know, sometimes evil is not punished right away, and that encourages people to continue to do evil. Though a sinner does evil, a uh, a hundred times, and his days are prolonged, yet I surely know that it will be well with those who fear God, who fear before him. But it will not be well with the wicked, nor will he prolong his days, which are as a shadow, because he does not fear before God. So Solomon is acknowledging uh, kind of two things here. He's acknowledging, acknowledging one, that sometimes the whisk, wicked do prosper and that their days are long, but yet they will be held accountable by God, right? And, uh, and, and that it is better for those who fear God, even though it doesn't always look that way. It doesn't always feel that way. Solomon is, is definitely uh, encouraging uh, us to grasp that reality and that just because it seems to be rewarding uh, to live the way of the fool or the way of the wicked, no, it's going to be better for the person who fears God. Um, you know, he, he goes on and he talks about death, and uh, I, I love uh, in chapter 9, verse 5 and 6, it says, For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. And they have no more reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. Also, their love, their hatred, and their envy have now perished. Nevermore will they have a share in anything done under the sun. Go eat your bread with joy, drink your wine with a merry heart, for God has already accepted your works. Let your garments always be white. Let your head lack no oil. So he's saying we need to have a a healthy understanding uh, of life and of death, and and I and this is just me. I, I do a lot of work in hospice uh, as a hospice chaplain. Uh, it says, for the living know that they will die. Um, this is not a morbid thing. Uh, this is a recognizing the reality uh, of life, that that death 
does come for each one of us, right? None of us are going to live forever here on this earth. And and it is important to recognize that. And that means that your life matters, right? What, what you do here matters. Um, it, it makes a difference uh, in, in eternity. Um, and having a healthy understanding of that uh, is very important. And, uh, and we see that throughout uh, Ecclesiastes. Um, the end of chapter nine, uh, it says, wisdom is better than strength. Never let, nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard. Words of the wise spoken quietly should be heard, but rather the shout of the ruler of fools. Uh, wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroys much good. So he's acknowledging the importance of wisdom but that sometimes it doesn't matter. Sometimes it's not listened to. Many times it's not listened to. Uh, it's the the loud uh, and sometimes the foolish that is heard m- much more off uh, more often. Uh, the shout of the ruler of fools. Um, man, how how appropriate is that? Just in in our world today, um, you know, I, we have a, a lot of uh, leaders speaking numerous things uh, from all different different perspectives and different sides of political aisles and things like that. Just because something is said from a ruler doesn't mean it's it's uh, it's wise, and we have to be wise and discerning that. Um, the uh, Ecclesiastes continues to go on, uh, verse uh, chapter 10. It does talk a little bit about rulers. I thought this was interesting. Verse 20 says, Do not curse the king, even in your thought. Do not curse the rich, even in your bedroom. For a bird of the air may carry your voice, and a bird in flight may tell the matter. Now, this is, this is really interesting. So uh, this is actually a, um, a warning uh, against authoritarianism. Um, he's not saying this is a rule that you shouldn't, uh, say anything bad about the king or the, or the wealthy. It's just for your own self-preservation. You better be careful if you do, right? Because they may, may hear that and they have the power to do something to you. Um, I thought that was very, that just jumped out to me, especially as, as you, as you see a lot of, discussion and talk about uh, authoritarianism in the in the world around us and government systems uh, the more authoritarian a government gets the the more true this becomes as you've got to be uh, all of a sudden you have to be careful about what you say um, and and it's interesting that Solomon as a king uh, you wonder if he's thinking about some of the things that maybe he had done uh, to people who had said things against him. Um, and he's in a sense warning uh, to be careful of that. He's not, he's not endorsing that, that style of government. That's for sure. Uh, it's, it's a kind of acknowledging what, what a frustrating situation that would be to live in. Um, then you, you can continue, continue reading chapter 11 and then chapter 12. Um, and it, it gets again, lots of, uh, proverb type statements, a lot of wisdom there. Um, but it gets to chapter 12, verse nine. And this, this kind of sums up Ecclesiastes. And, and it's important to, to think about this as we look back at the whole book of Ecclesiastes says, and moreover, because the preacher was wise, he still taught the people knowledge. Yes, he pondered and sought out and set in order many proverbs. The preacher sought to find acceptable words, and what was written was uh, was upright, words of truth. 
The words of the wise are like goads. The words of scholars are like well-driven nails given by one shepherd. And further, my son, be admonished by these. Of making many books, there is no end, and much study is wearisome to the flesh. And so he's he's saying, even though he's talked a lot about vanity and meaningless, right? He said life is meaningless. He said these this was worth this is worth doing it's worth studying it's worth sharing these proverbs you know so so he's he's acknowledging that it, things are not meaningless uh, even though that is the the language that he used uh, and then verse 13 says let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter fear god and keep his commandments for this is man's all for god will bring every work into judgment including every secret thing, whether good or evil. Again, let's just repeat that. This is so simple. This message is repeated over and over and over through the Old Testament that we have seen. It says, fear God, keep his commandments, for this is man's all. So this this is the this is the, our purpose. This is what we do. This is how we have a relationship with God. For God will bring every work into judgment. So even though it feels like thing, you know, there are those who are not being held accountable and that there is injustice, that that's we're going to feel that way and it's going to happen sometimes in this life. But God will bring judgment to every work, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. Right? That that is a, a to me a wonderful summary. It's something that is important for us to to recognize, to wrap our our minds around, and to understand that, um, and not to get overwhelmed by the frustration, the unfairness, the injustice that we see in the world. But we have to acknowledge uh, that it is there. We have we can't pretend that it's not. Um, we acknowledge the frustrations in life and the confusion in life. Uh, and the doubt that we have and the, the not being able to make sense of the world around us. But when it comes down to it, it is important for us to fear God, to obey him, to recognize that he will make everything right. It's not our job to make everything right. He will make everything right. It is our job to act right and justly in a very unjust and evil, many times evil world. 